0: Hey New Orleans Pelicans fans, welcome back to Protect the Nest. We took a little hiatus while I switched over from Forbes to Sports Illustrated, but along with what we're doing over at Pelican Scoop, I'm bringing back the podcast. Didn't talk myself out of a job, talked our way into the playoff race. Today I have Mr. Hanna from the Gazebo Gazette over there in Mississippi. He's been coming to the games, in the press pass, in the booth, got his, got his people taking pictures, had some great pictures of Herb Jones come out last week. And so I want to bring him on. He's going to be our first guest to jumpstart this podcast again. Hunter, man, how you doing? Tell the people where they can find you, and and yeah, we'll we'll start with that. I, I kind of messed that one up, but I'll edit it out.
1: Thank you, Donna Hey, I appreciate, it, man. You're always uh, you're always a great uh, host, and I appreciate everything you do for the New Orleans fans and for the, the Gulf Coast. Uh, you know, the first thing I'm going to just mention that you can find us on uh, either you can go online to our website, the Gazebo, Gazebo Gazette Gazette.com. The Gazebo news Newsbreak has been hitting us up pretty big. We've had some big stories, including your own is our guest columnist today, the day. And, man, we're hitting news break like crazy. Um, also, too, if you want to check us out on Facebook, it's facebook.com, V-E-A-T, real, R-E-A-L, Gazebo Gazette. Uh, then on Twitter, it's Gazebo Gazette or twitter.com slash Gazebo Gazette. And uh, we even have Instagram, ggpress 17 that's all good, you know, get some good Pelicans pictures, you get some good uh, coverage of a whole bunch of
0: different events, and we're, we're there. We're there and we're going to stay there. Right, and for most people around that area, you're doing more than sports. You're trying to cover the whole, you know, make that paper into something better that really serves the community. And I, I've been keeping up with that, and I appreciate what you're doing because you got to really have an informed population before you can really get out here and change the world in it. Well,
1: thank you, Don. I appreciate it, and, you know, we definitely were appreciative of that. You know, a couple of years ago, we won the, uh, the community service award in the state of Mississippi for all the local. And that's the thing, uh, especially not only in the Louisiana area, but around here, it's all about giving back, doing what's local. I mean, people love to hear about, you know, some professional and some college organizations, but what they really love most is to see their mom and pop and kids and dads and, crimes and drugs and things like that, the coverage. They want to see, you know, the coverage of what's going on in the community.
0: Right, right. And we're going to get back – we're three minutes in. We'll get back into the Pelicans community here. And they have one of the best Twitter communities, I would say, in professional sports. I've had that conversation with people from the team inside, outside, and around the league. Our Twitter's just been crazy. Can you talk about just the engagement, the fans? I mean, you got – Chris Connor running the spaces. Kendrick Perkins coming in. Can you just talk about what you've seen as a local that's born here, raised here, now covering here? How how the the coverage and the the attitude around this team has changed the last six months?
1: Well, you know, Chris, and I'll tell you this. It's funny because you know there's. So much out in the LA market and in the New York market, it's like that. Oh, we don't love basketball down here. We've had some unbelievable athletes play not only from the New Orleans area but from Mississippi Gulf Coast. We've had some freaking unbelievable NBA talent. We're into basketball better than anything you can. You can believe. You just come to the games. I keep telling people all the the a lot of the Mississippi Gulf Coast people that are my subscribers. They say, "Well, hey, Hunter, well, you know, we need to take a look." I'm telling you, I talked to a guy that was a police officer yesterday. He brought his family to one of the games, and he just loved it. He said, "I've never, you know, they don't get the coverage, they don't get the outside media, but man, when you go to those games, it's a passion. There is just dancing, there's yelling, there's great basketball. You get to see great, especially since." You know, as we'll talk more about later, the trade uh, of getting CJ on the team, he's really brought sparks to the environment. Those guys are playing like they want to win every single game.
0: Right. And I tell people, if you want to know if somebody's a basketball market, if a city's a basketball market, do not go look at the professional team. Go look at the high school gyms. And if you go to the high school gyms, even up in North Louisiana, you know, the Class B schools that were getting mentioned, literally getting mentioned in the New York Times 70 years ago because it was such a hotbed down here. And you get down to the the Gulf Coast, those gyms are packed, especially right now with the state playoffs going. So you can't tell me this isn't a basketball region. It's just got to, to your point, it's got to get more people covering it, more local papers wanting to get in there. And uh, just write something up about the team. Just put something that says, hey, if you're looking for something to go do, we're all trying to get out of COVID, out of the pandemic. Go check out a Pelicans game because it really is a party in the Smoothie King Center some nights. Absolutely. And even so, we've had a bunch of Air Force
1: groups, the Keesler group, the Navy group on the, their Navy base, go over there and they're doing the, the National Anthem. They're holding up the, the Guard. I mean, it's we're really involved all the way across the board, not just fans. rather than the military community. Everybody's getting involved. And I think that's a really good quality.
0: Right, right, and the Pelicans need to spread out I've also said that the further you get away from New Orleans, the more the Pelicans matter. I mean, you can go over to Shanghai and get pictures with Zion. he's on you know billboards and ads. This team is really a global team. Brandon Ingram's about to be a household name, seeing how they they're starting to take that seriously that they want to matter on the West Bank, across the bridge, Christian Pass over all the way to Pensacola, maybe all the way to Lake Charles and attract some of them Houston fans and the Pelicans, I think, are doing a very good job in in expanding their footprint in the area. Absolutely. You know, and I think they're,
1: you know, I know people, especially from L.A. and from New York, which you and I have talked about, there's all this, oh, well, this is a football environment. The, the Pelicans are starting to really follow the same guidelines, the Saints, and especially since they're owned by Gale. I mean, Gale has really done, has gotten a great market for not only the Saints, but for the Pelicans. And that's really something that I think the community is going to go after.
0: Right. I think there's a, uh, to, to, to that point, I didn't quite go into it for the uh, Savor in the Saints season, that article I did for y'all at the Gazebo Gazette. Y'all go check that out if y'all want. Get them some clicks, run them around. But there's a synergy between these teams and both of them they were fighting for that last playoff spot we we might need a little help we might not depending the saints didn't get that help from an la team and san francisco so they missed the playoffs but the blueprint for winning is lean on the defense have some heart have some passion have some commitment really be you know really willing to play for the teammates next to you and not be one of those you know new york or la celebrity star types and so that's why this pelicans team started to look a lot like the saints team you got stars that are you know, overlooked but beloved in New Orleans. They're playing with defense. You go to Herb Jones and that commitment and that passion, and you can get kind of the same feelings from these two teams, and I think that's going to drive the fan base for the Pelicans and try and level it up with the Saints. Not that it'll ever be on the Saints level, but I think the the intensity and passion will be second to none. Well, I certainly agree
1: with you, Chris. I mean, I think that that's more or less of a – a, a, longevity, it's a traditional thing. You know, The with the Pelicans organization coming in, you know, a, a little bit, not too long ago, but uh, long enough to where they have to kind of gain the tradition of, of the uh, the Saints. But also I like the fact of the Saints organization coming out supporting the Pelicans. You know, you get Dennis Allen right after he got hired at the front of the Pelicans game. That, to me, that's a very – that's very – you know, uh, good, good quality for, for organizations all the way across the board.
0: Right. But let's, let's get specific. We're seven, eight minutes in my shoulder's starting to hurt. I think you got an orthopedic. We signed us a little advertising peeps for this podcast, guys. we got to be all local Hunter. Tell them who's sponsored. Chris,
1: one of my best advertisers. And I absolutely, it, it very, they're very supportive of mine. And not only here on the Mississippi Gulf coast, but in New Orleans, their main office, the Southern Orthopedic Specialist, on, right on Napoleon Avenue, they are 100%. They're great at what their job, they're great at what they do, and they're doing a great job advertising with me. Like I said, with this kick, our kick on Newsbreak has been getting a lot of clicks from them, and they're a lot of people interested in their uh, what they offer and, and getting... You know, getting
0: people in good shape. Right, what do they offer? They got a full-scale service down there for all your all your orthopedic needs, correct? Oh, okay. It doesn't matter if you've you know, you got your kids
1: that are athletes, you've got you know, your own aches and pains. I mean, it's just a little bit of everything.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Well, this get back to it. This Pelicans hadn't really had any aches and pains since that CJ trade. It took them a couple games to get in the win column, but CJ and B.I. look nice. I, I thought it was going to be real hard for CJ to ever exceed expectations after that trade, but somehow I believe he's done it. Would you agree with that? Look, I'm going to be honest. With you. That was, and I've told
1: numerous people and numerous of my subscribers and my clients and all. You know, they ask, you know, because they see, you know, the records and they see all, and they said, "Well, wait. you know," they saw the the games before the All Star break where we hadn't really quite clicked on. I said, "Look, guys." C.J. McCollum has been in the NBA for at least 10 years. He is a sharp shooter. Once he gets connected with the team, once he gets sold with Ingram, with Herb, with Jonas, I mean, it's going to be lights out. And sure enough, it happened a lot sooner than what I thought. It happened night and day difference. And it, with an exception of the overtime game last night that kind we of got away from, We've
0: been nonstop every single game, lighting it up. Man, that game last night—one it, that it speaks to the Pelicans' resiliency—that they were down 21 at one point, and then they come back and was up by 11. That 30 point swing really got under Mike Malone's skin. He got himself ejected, and yeah. that that ejection kind of lit a fire under his team, I think, because yeah, they they, they come back, and I, not a fire like like most people would. I guess, see, oh, they just got real furious about it. No, they just pretty much focused on letting Jokic be Jokic. And the Pelicans had nobody that could stop pointing the cola. And we were, it, was, it was one of them games where you go, man, if we had Zion to match, they could just do that up and down the court. Exactly
1: it. That's what I tell everybody, Chris. I said, look, once we get Zion back and he's at full strength, you don't have to worry about a game like against a one-player. Like a Joe, kid, or one to play like a a Curry. You've got the match. You've got that guy that can cover that number. That can match up with that number one guy, and then you have the rest of the guys. Your McCollum, your Ingram, your Jonas. Those guys are producers, and that's what we need to get to the next level.
0: Right, And, and looking at just this team, forgetting about the Zion before we get into all that. I've said that this team kind of deserves to see out what they started. If Zion's not ready, let B.I., C.J., of course, now that he's in with a trade, Jackson Hayes, this team, these guys have been sweating and bleeding and fighting since they were down 1-12 and 12 in the standings, and now they're in the playoffs. If Zion's not ready, I would say it's a testament to this team's talent and their character that they fought back the way they have, and I wouldn't mind seeing them uh, letting them see out what they started.
1: Well. <laughs> I'm telling you what, I certainly agree with you on that. I like, that's one of the reasons I like the way Willie Green's been coaching this team. He's given a little bit, he's taken a little bit. Each game, he's kind of switching up this and that. Even when we were 1-12, he was making the testament about what worked. He was trying to find the rhythm of the ball. And I think when Zion does come back, it's going to be a a 10 minutes here, a five minutes here. It's not going to be a push. And I think that's something that Willie's done a great job of. And I think we can continue to see that, you know, some guys coming off the bench here and there. um, You know, a a Najee Marshall who's really hit the spark lately. Um, A couple of guys swinging in here and there. Uh, Jackson's certainly been playing the lights out. Uh, You know, just uh, Jose Alvarado is unbelievable, the change that he's made in his game since the start, since I saw him early on. It's just that little mix, little push. Willie is really doing a great job because he sees those guys, and I think he's going to see, you know, when Zion comes back, he's going to try to illustrate that too.
0: Right, but this team—they've—they've they've made leaps and bound jumps. Look at Jackson Hayes. Can you just talk about Jackson Hayes? Because he got some redemption minutes. He was out of the rotation. He was going to Birmingham. He was, hell, you know, two, three weeks ago—two uh, weeks ago—he was, you know, doing probation court or going to court over a Zoom call before a game, so he could get, you know, all that behind him. Can you talk about the maturity level you've seen from him? I—I know we've talked about it a lot in the press box, but talk about what you've seen from him on the court
1: and off. A lot about that too and Jackson I think has really kind of humbled himself because you know a few months ago we were talking about man what's what's just going on with this guy because he was just kind of out of touch and out of place and how he's really just changed and turned it on uh, not only from his own dealing with, with his personal issues but once he's gotten on the court he's learned how to separate that and has gotten a lot better Especially, uh, especially his position but You know, he's not trying to do something that he that is not his job, his responsibility. I think that's a lot of testament to Willie Green trying to teach you, each player do your job.
0: Don't worry about anybody else's job. Just do your job. Right, and it's fun to watch Jackson. He used to be. He, he's so fast. He's so jumpy. So springy and athletic. But he would be. You know, take it off three steps ahead, but he'd be two steps out of place, so it didn't really help. Now you can watch. He had a dump-off pass to Giannis Valanciunas the other night, and he'd yeah. run down the court just smiling. And it was like a little kid that figured out they had a new toy or a new skill set or a new new way of coloring. And yeah. it was just fun to see how much fun he was having learning the yeah. game on the fly. Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it, just the same, you know, it, it's a Willie Green You know, job, you know, maneuvering, focusing on doing your job and everything else comes easy after that. As long as you take care of business and do your responsibility, then everything else is just going to come nice and easy for
0: you. Right, right. And we're going to get back to our next little ad, guys. I hope you all don't mind. We're not going to blow you all up with ads like some podcasts. We are going to try to come at you a little bit like every day now, now that we're cranking it back up. But we got Cajun crawfish down the way. Hunter, tell them, about, tell, them, tell them about them crawfish, baby. I'm
1: you what, I know, and I'm not trying to, to outpan Louisiana crawfish, and I know y'all's got tons of restaurants, tons of stuff that I favor more than anything else. But I'm telling you what, you head down here on the coast, there's there's one place you're looking for, and that's it. it it's Cajun Crawfish Hut. It's got its name on the, the thing. You, part, you go drive down to Long Beach, it's sitting there right on the beach. You just... pull it in there, uh, get on the elevator, go up, Gus and Donna Harris will be there waiting for you. I mean, it's, it's all that and everything. I got, you know, yesterday, I got a, uh, a pot bowl, which is, you know, fills about a pound of crawfish, pound of shrimp, some sausage, corn and potatoes. Man, I'm telling you what, that was it. I was done after that. You know, that's, hey, y'all, you all make sure to take care of, and, uh, When you head down here, Cajun Crawfish Hut in Long Beach, right off 90,
0: it's all you can eat, man. Yeah, that bowl sounds like a big old nap to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hey, before we get out of here, uh, we know the national media is still sleeping on the Pelicans. We know they've talked some nonsense about relocation and all that. But just talk about, again, being vague, just this playoff push, what it's going to mean. You just mentioned Cajun Crawfish, donning them up front. And and it means a lot to me that we've got this family culture now, and I I don't know where you stood on this six months ago. I remember some of the podcasts. I don't want to bring up receipts. How big of an apology do we all owe David Griffin, and how much do you owe him? Were you behind him 100%? Was it something where you were calling for his head, or one of those where you were just kind of skeptical and now he's won you over
1: Chris, I think the last one was, uh, I think you and I were, were both, I don't know about your opinion of that, but I, I definitely think that, uh, that Griffin was a lot, you know, you, you remember when I took the picture of him on the uh, on the floor talking before the trade deadline with the Celtics guy, and I'm just over there, I'm looking, i thinking, what, you know, how can we, we do it okay, how can we just kind of maintain what we got? Uh, I'm telling you what, having the intelligence to being able to break DJ and Tony Snell. uh, That's, that's something that's definitely working out and going to work out for us. When Larry Nance gets back, I mean, you want to talk about three guys that are going to have the backs of Zion where he, I think that's one of the things that Griffin did a great job instead of falling in the same problem that Anthony Davis had when he was here trying to to build a team. I think Griffin has been doing that, not necessarily for Zion, but to kind of give him an example, saying, "Hey, you know what? We got a team. We got this team put in place. If you want to be our leader, this is our team right here." And I think that's the the brights and the intelligence. And, and I I definitely did was a little skeptical of that. But now I'm not, and I'm
0: definitely behind him 100%. Yeah, you just mentioned Zion being able to come in and lead her. I think that's what makes this team so much better for him to step into now as opposed to maybe even the start of the season before we had CJ, is that we all, we're all we all getting these these nuggets now that Zion's quiet. He's sh- not so much shy, but he's going to stick to himself. He's going to keep a circle close. Him and his family going to go to church, walk the dogs, go back home, watch a movie in the Gardens Theater District. Uh, a house they just had renovated. They're not going to be out there like that. Well, but, yeah,
1: to be honest with you, Dada, and I don't mean to interrupt you or anything, like that, but but this it's what kind of sent me back from Redick. I mean, you know, I like JJ. He's he's an okay guy. He was a great player at Duke, and he was okay in the NBA. But don't don't jump on the the board of trying to to make statements that you know are just not. It's been a while since you've been back, so don't use your past to judge what's going on right
0: now, if you see what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. All I was getting to is I think it's better that Zion's going to have leadership help. The same way that B.I. was not ready for that leadership role, and now he's kind of giving it off to C.J. a little bit. If you look at playing style, B.I. is able to just kind of play his game. If you look at C.J. coming in, he's also allowed Devontae Graham to not think about passing and just shoot when he's ready to shoot. It's helped everybody's game so much. On the court, you're going to see a little bit di- different dynamic off the court in the locker room. But again, I think that's going to be such a a welcoming, nurturing place for Zion now that you've got C.J. and B.I. definitely leading that locker room. Zion this year, he can just kind of slide in. And as much as you're not going to ever not notice Zion, he can kind of just sit in the background, be cool, and and, and enjoy the party instead of having to be the life of the party. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I agree with you, Don, and, and I
1: think, and I don't want to necessarily relate to him this level yet, but I think that's what LeBron had earlier on in his career when he was trying to to get managing that. And I think this is not that I'm relating to him to him yet, but I think that's that's a step that
0: that Griffin is made, and I, I def, I'm I'm all in. Yeah, Griffin said it a while back. Either you're all the way in or you're all the way out. There's no in-between. I think you see this family, this Pelicans family, this Twitter family. They're just the community and fan base is coming together, and they're all the way in with this team. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Well, guys, we're coming up on 23 minutes. That's that Jordan minute. We do have one more ad. If y'all want to bet on the Pelicans doing everything you expected them to do, get to the playoffs, especially knock out the Lakers. Hopefully we get that Lakers game the nine ten game in the smoothie king center you can head down to the silver slipper casino it's right down the way by hunter again we got some mads coming around that way hunter tell them how they can find silver slipper what we're doing you want to talk about the silver slipper
1: that is the top casino and I know New Orleans people know that very well. They they love it down there and I do too man it is 100 percent hotels nice gambling's nice the people there, and hey, it's all food is outstanding. The Blue Bayou Restaurant and freaking Silver supper, one hundred percent.
0: Well, hey guys, that's been one hundred percent New Orleans, eighty-two percent Pelicans. We're gonna talk about a little bit of everything going on with the team, coming back at you day after day. Go try and make this more of a regular thing that I'm on the beat full time. Got my man Hunter with me. He's sitting in the press box most games. If y'all over in Section 121, come say, hey, don't be bashful, don't be shy, because we're going to be seeing a lot of y'all through the playoffs, through next season. You're not going to be able to get rid of us. But, Hunter, one more time, tell the people where they can find you, and thanks for coming on today, bro. Absolutely, Dad. it is It is thegazebogazette.com
1: online, dot ecom on facebook it's facebook.com the real gazebo gazette and then on twitter gazebo gazette or twitter.com backslash gazebo gazette and even instagram if y'all want to see some pictures gg press
0: 17 amen it's always a blessing hey thank you thank you i will see you in the building either tomorrow night or when we catch lamello on friday hopefully we get at least Two good wins out of this next three-game homestand. I'm pretty sure that Orlando game is going to be in the bag. Charlotte hadn't looked great. I'll get the previews up for Pelican Scoop at Sports Illustrated. Guys, again, thanks so much, and that's Protect the Nest.
1: Works, brother.